It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. Today, we are doing an audio only episode. So, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen, and you typically listen here, no difference. Nothing's different at all. But if you do typically watch on YouTube, then here you are on Spotify <laughs> or Apple or anywhere else. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to an audio version. <laughs> it's the reason being it is absolutely disgusting outside and it's dark and gross it's gloomy in this, it's rainy in our studio slash living room <laughs> yeah it's nothing that anybody wants to see but this episode <laughs> this topic is hopefully something that you want to hear we want to talk about backtracking and how to deal when you feel like you've like backtracked in a certain area of life because I think it's impossible not to like everyone has their things that they feel like they've backtracked on and I know for me personally sometimes that causes a mental block of like I don't even want to try to get back into it or do it anymore and then that just makes the whole thing worse so like we want to talk about that but before we get into the topic we are of course going to get into highs and goals of the week it's been two weeks I feel like we have a lot to catch up on oh yeah that's true it's been two weeks because we did a revisit last week so we have an abundance of highs, lows, and goals content for you, which is nothing new because, of course, I'm going to spend 20 minutes talking. I always come into this and like, um, I don't really know if I have one. And then I'm going to say some things. We're both like, hmm, I don't know. And then we start talking and we're like, oh, and this, and this, and this. What is your initial high before I'm sure you add Oh, I have two. Others. I have two oh, initial ones. Yeah, don't even worry about two. it. Um, so yesterday I was going for a run, right? Mm-hmm. I get all ready. I'm, I'm ready to rumble. And right, then you're ready to rumble at 6 a.m. and then you go at like Oh, that's 12. a different thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm up at 6 a.m., like clothes on, ready to go, feeling good. Somehow I distract myself. I look through every single picture I've ever taken on my phone. It was awesome. I had such a good time, but I'm just like... Ugh. And then I cleaned the whole apartment. Mm. And I like, trip down memory lane, if you will. Yeah. Like a camera roll scroll is always a nice thing to do every once in a while. Yeah. So I'm still... I feel like that happens all the time where I get fully ready to like go work out and then I'm just... I will, like, get into a whole, like, cleaning the apartment or doing things I need to do. And then I look up at the clock. And I'm like, oh, my well, God. That's what I do in the oh morning God, I have to sometimes. Go. Sometimes you're, like, because you, when you wake up in the morning, you get If I'm out. waking up, if I'm yeah. waking up like that, I'm up and out. Sometimes you get up in the morning and you get out right away. And I'll, like, literally take an hour because I just, I get up and, like, maybe I read a few pages of a book. Maybe I do something. Maybe I, you know, make some food. I don't know. And then it takes me, like, an hour. I Every love time. that. That sounds so nice. You if I do. no, I do that. So I do that. I don't actually do that, but like sometimes I will try to do that, and I just get antsy, and I don't as much as I'm like, oh, I know these like habits and tasks. If in the morning, if I'm, like journaling or having a, an actual like decent breakfast or reading yeah. or whatever i'm like i know this is good for me i know it's good to do and i should be better like it's probably an issue that i can't do that mm-hmm. but i'm like i have to just i have to leave like if i'm doing something i i have to go yeah something an idea that i've had in my head which i'm sorry i want to let you finish your your running high but i'm leaving boston like decently officially for the summer like i'll probably come back and forth a little bit but i'm gonna be based mostly home 
for the summer after next week and something I've really had in my head is that I want to do a mile a morning like as the first thing that I do in the morning either run or walk a mile to give myself like 10 minutes outside 10 minutes of movement and I think that would be like I just haven't given myself I'm sure, like, a legitimate challenge like that and it would be more mental than anything I'm sure you could like walk or run a mile every day I'm so not sure. Like, I think you would last one day of doing it first. Of thing doing it morning. first thing in the no, morning but before you stop. That's why I want to do it because the physical part, I can walk and run a mile. That's like that's not like a difficult physical thing for me. But the doing that first thing, I think, would be like a mental challenge that would be really good for me because I'm about to enter a summer period where I don't have that much like structure and routine, and I think it would be something to like give me a little bit of structure and a little bit of like feel good endorphins feel good about like what I can accomplish right at the beginning of the day I would love to see, see well you're gonna occur. see it because May 1st I'm clocking in for that oh, first wow. morning okay <laughs> clocking in. I'll keep you guys okay. up to date okay, okay. I'm, I'm back that. to my my story so I'm now it's like 1 p.m truly mm-hmm. and I'm I'm like okay I'm ready to go and I get up to leave I get a phone call from one of my friends like I haven't talked to them in a while I'm gonna answer it and so so now I'm in the conversation I'm like you know what like this is good I can I can wait for my run and so then they get a call from someone else they're like okay I'll call you back in five minutes like no worries and whenever people do that whenever it's like a call you back in five minutes it's more of like a see you in an hour hour and a half if I if I call you back so I'm like I'm just gonna go for my run sure enough five minutes later FaceTime call call me back and so I'm like well now I'm running so I answer the FaceTime call while I'm running and no I didn't I didn't stop running no, I didn't hang up. So I'm just chatting, running up down up the street. Like it's on full volume. Like my voice is on full volume. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made it about like 10 minutes before it just got to be too much and I had to I had to walk. So I paused my run and then continued my conversation. And then conversation ended. I had walked two miles. It was it was a lot, it was a great conversation. I'm yeah. so glad I answered the phone. Um, so that was a high one. And then I'm like, okay, we're back to my run. That's honestly so nice, like, talking on the phone, like, with a friend or something instead of just mute. Like, sometimes a walk yeah, is, yeah. like, you want to just be by yourself, music, a podcast. Sometimes I'll, like, call my mom, and then suddenly I've walked for, like, 40 minutes talking to my mom, and it's just, yeah, like, the time flies. It was awesome. And the other good part was that I was already deeper down the path of my run, which means I got to see more. You know what I mean? Because if I typically do the same, like, loop, same area, but I was already well along that path, and so yeah. I was like, oh, I get to go go further without actually yeah. like explore and see more without actually doing more whatever so now I'm running I'm running I'm running um my dad calls me and so this one he calls me on the phone and I'm like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop running at this point like we're I'm already too deep in and so for the remainder of my run and granted it was a long run because I was like feeling good I am huffing and puffing speaking out loud on the phone it was lovely so how long did you end up running while never listening to music and only talking to people the whole time how long yeah like you said it was a long run what i'm just curious what distance did you literally run and speak to people on the phone for so i paused my strava mm-hmm. um which everyone keeps asking me what app i use to track runs because i've posted a couple of screenshots recently strava is great we've used it i've used it like on and off since high school i've never used anything else um i have fixed it the most basic like running tracking mm-hmm. app mine's private because you can see people's locations and like whatever so don't go looking <laughs> but I don't like sharing my like 
time or distance because for me i'm like long run which is it wasn't like that long it's relative it's so relative and for the other day i was i saw i bumped into my friend after run i was like oh i only went x miles and they're like only and i was like yeah in my mind that's sure because like i have i have had baseline like higher than that whatever so i don't really like sharing that because i will look at other people and be like oh you yeah. ran 10 miles in a day like that should be my baseline yeah every yeah. single day no matter what anyway it was a, it was a lovely run it was great and i enjoyed it it was a high it was a high and talking to people like fully i think the name of my straw was like first and last names on <laughs> out and about because i truly was just dropping dropping, dropping first names. and last names like right there on on last one on <laughs> that's nice my high was i was home for a few days this week in new hampshire and like i said this is pretty much my last official week in boston for a little while and just going home for a couple days this week i just had to go home for whatever reason it was only like one night but it got me very excited and motivated to go home and like have the space and time by myself because i've had such a great time in Boston this whole semester, this whole year, like, I've been so social, I've been doing so much, I've been, like, exploring different restaurants in Boston, doing different activities, but I'm really excited to now step into a phase of being more independent, being super focused on myself, like, getting my shit done, because I feel like at the same time as I've had such a great time socially and all of that, I've also felt a little bit less productive less motivated and kind of like hit a burnout phase with Mm -hmm. that and when I was home the past few days just me my parents my dog my own room and space and some of us time (laughs) I started feeling really really inspired and motivated again and that has like trickled into the rest of this week now that I'm back to Boston I'm still feeling that energy and motivation which is really good it didn't just like immediately go away so that was kind of my high that for a Mm -hmm. while I feel like I've been feeling a bit burnt out with like my work and passions and things like that and I'm just feeling very inspired right now so that's an exciting thing my love week we said was disgusting outside it's disgusting outside but I want to go outside and I but I don't want to get rained on or wet and I don't want to have to like bundle up and wear a gross outfit Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so that's why I'm I'm upset right now is that I want to go outside but I can't Mm. our communal low that we decided on last night which we did have a great night last night but was people being annoying making plans and that's a blanket term. it's always <laughs> so irritating because you e- people either like have solid plans for weeks or it's last minute and everyone's like what should we do what should we do what should we do and then it just goes around and i'm like we decide yeah or i'm going to sleep like exactly. i can't i'm not just gonna force myself to stay stay up and stay awake you guys are all welcome to do so but like personally if there's no no option i'm gonna go to sleep i know like i'm the kind of person like i'm down to do anything but i want to know what the plan is because i need to mentally know i need to prepare not because i need a plan but because i need to know there actually is something same otherwise i'm like i'm not getting ready i'm not staying up i would do my own thing and and maybe other people don't don't like get frustrated at that as much because you would like they would naturally be awake at that time but like i'm not naturally awake at like midnight yeah so don't start the plants at midnight because now I'm all like trying to stay awake. I know. So last night we were hanging out with friends, but we didn't end up meeting up until literally 1130 midnight somewhere. Meanwhile, and Catherine and I were like, you know, at 8 p.m. We were like, all right, when like, are we going to get this show on the road? <laughs> and we're just like chilling, about to go to sleep at some point. But I mean, we ended up having a good time, but I'm like, really? Like, can we start things a little bit 
earlier in the night or can we at least I don't know I like to have a plan because I'm like what if I stay up until like 11 30 and then we don't end up meeting up at all and then I right. could have been asleep three hours ago and I could have no that's not what, put makeup on and put an outfit on that's happened the night before I went to sleep at like 10 30 but there was gonna be plans but mm-hmm. I was like you know what it after like 9 9 30 if there were no plans I'm just gonna assume that nothing is gonna happen so I was like, okay, you guys let me know if something happens. Like, I'll wake up and I'll <laughs> and I'll turn myself around. Thank God I went to sleep at 10.30 because I get a text at 5 in the morning. Oh, we went here. We just got home. And I was like, whoa, that's so kind morning? of you guys. Thank that's you for so, letting that's me so, know Like, I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have gone yeah. on, like, these plans. But I was like, wow, I'm so glad I decided to go to sleep because you would have been up for another couple hours and then still not gone like i wouldn't have gone you wouldn't have and gone. i wouldn't have had fun yeah. but i hate that frustrating part in that exactly. side of like making plans I, people. I hate just like we- like waiting around i don't know anyway we ended up having a good night but i didn't like that it started at like 11 30 midnight and i didn't even know if it was <laughs> gonna happen i didn't like that but whatever but that's that's a low because i feel like that happens kind of often what's your goal of the week my goal is that stanley's coming to visit because he needs to be dog sat and yeah. for a night. And so I wanted to, it's not really a goal, but I want to take him on a walk. Because I, I haven't though. seen him in a severely long time. I saw him just a few days ago. He slept mm-hmm. in my bed every night while I was home. Two nights, really. But Stanley's our dog, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like some people, like, if you know, you know. But Stanley's our dog. He's adorable and he lives, like, at home with our parents, obviously. He's a wheat and terrier. But he sometimes comes old. to visit when he, needs, when he needs babysitting. He comes to visit. Yeah. And he's the sweetest thing ever, actually. So let's talk about backtracking. Backtracking in the sense of you used to do something really, really well, and now you feel like you don't do it quite as well, or you used to do something a ton super often, you were super committed to it, and now you haven't done it in a while, and that can kind of be, like, mentally a shit show, at least for me sometimes. Well, also, that, the, like, mentally shit show piece of it is that things that are so big, such a big part of your life, and identity... Yeah, I was then, the same then if you backtrack and like I'll get into the reason I don't like that we're using the word backtracking right now because I don't actually think it's backtracking. Mm-hmm. Um, like legally speaking, you can't backtrack. Like time only moves forward. You're never actually backtracking. You're just shifting to different skills and whatever. But when things are so important and such a big part of your life, they become a part of your identity. So when your life needs change and shift around and your other like skills and interests and personality traits backtrack and get away from you then it can feel like you're getting away from yourself which is not true because you're not actually backtracking you are simply existing but it is very very frustrating and especially sometimes at the moment you're like oh no worries like I don't I don't really care giving this up and then and then you get too far away Mm -hmm. from it so that it's no longer part of your personality trait and then you're like oh I'm sad now I oh I miss that yeah I absolutely think it's tied to identity I think there's so many things I could backtrack on and like not necessarily care about but the things that I identify with which maybe it's like I really care about it or really interested in it or it's something that I used to do so often or used to do really well and so it was like part of an identity then I think that's when it's like mentally like what what the fuck because it almost not being as good at it is like okay it can I still identify with that am I do I need to get back to that or like you feel like if you don't get back to the point you were before then it like doesn't count at all right almost which isn't true like we are 
humans that are constantly evolving and constantly doing different things it's like not a realistic expectation to always be at the same level of everything all the time and it's also like okay what are you comparing yourself to because me at 20 years old right now if I'm comparing myself to something it's probably when I was like 16 or 17 and there are so many things that I do now that I didn't then and so many things that I'm better at now that I didn't do at all then or wasn't as good at then didn't even know of them like personality traits interests Mm -hmm. hobbies that you didn't even know yeah so it's like how do you expect yourself to move forward in your life and grow in other interests and other categories and not lose some of those past things like we can't always hold on to everything Mm -hmm. at the same level if we're expecting ourselves to grow in other ways that's almost like expecting yourself to be like okay I like the things and the skills and the things that I have now I'm just gonna like freeze this for the rest of my life like mm-hmm. that's there's no fun in that think about all the different ways that you've grown otherwise and all the other things you've spent your time on and other things you have learned it doesn't mean that it's any less frustrating to feel like you've backtracked at something that you care about okay tell me why you weren't into the word backtrack I guess I kind of explained it but backtracking is like I feel like that's so negative mm-hmm. because you didn't actually backtracking when I think of it is like so t- say you have a skill Mm-hmm. I think one of the examples that we talked about, which is frustrating to us, is, like, being able to speak Mandarin fluently. Because mm-hmm. growing up in Asia, in Hong Kong, we learned Mandarin in school. Like, we would travel and use it all the time. And it was so – it became so second nature. And then we moved to the U.S. And we we kept it up as best we could. Mm-hmm. But it just naturally and slowly – now I, I struggle to speak. And it's really, really frustrating because I know that – I once was, like, good. <laughs> good at it. And also has always been, like, an identifier. And yeah, a huge, a huge identity feel point. like we can still tie Hong Kong to us, even though yeah. we haven't lived there in the past eight years or so, you know? Yeah. So, to me, backtracking almost feels negative. Like, so you learn this skill. If we're talking about skill. We're learning the skill. You're learning the skill. It, You're good at the skill. And then backtracking is, like, you're losing. You're losing it. You're losing it. In the sense of you're losing it as if you almost never even had it Mm -hmm. is like we're moving backwards but I don't know what the the equal and opposite like reaction to this would be but you're not losing these skills because they're just exiting your brain like yeah yeah they're they may be exiting your brain but that's because you've made space for new ones and other things have taken place and you are growing and changing and evolving and like doing what your life needs in that moment so it's not that when you backtrack on a skill or something that it just goes away in an empty hole mm-hmm. it's that it's been filled with yeah other things yeah and so i don't think that losing skills may as frustrating as it may be i don't think it's a huge negative because that just means that other things are taking priority yeah. in your life which is a natural and necessary mm-hmm thing to happen i think that's a good first thing is to think of okay since you had whatever the thing is that you feel like you've backtracked on in what other ways have you grown and like what other things have you made space for try to identify that and that could definitely make you feel better about whatever you've lost like taking the example of mandarin for example that feels like i don't know it takes up like an almost educational space in my brain okay well in the past three years that i've been out of practice of that like i've also gotten almost finished a business degree and learned how to create a podcast and things like that like there's so many other things that I've learned that have taken up the space so even though I'm not as good at speaking Chinese as I used to be I think overall I know a lot more and am smarter and have that more space than I did before 
Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. That being said, I think the first, first step, if you're feeling frustrated with backtracking, because I know for me, like, I will get very frustrated and then I almost get avoidant to ever wanting to, like, pick it back up and do it again because I just have this expectation of myself that, like, I got to be just as good as I once was. Like, it can't... It can't go down, and so therefore, like, if I can't be as good as I used to, like, why do it at all? Because then it's just, like, frustrating to me, and I think that's probably an ego thing. But the first thing I think is find the root of why it is frustrating to you, because I think that the two different options are either the skill is incredibly important to you, and you actually really want to have it, and you're upset that it's not where it used to be, or you feel like you backtrack at it, or... Is it that that specific thing is not actually that important to you, but your expectations for yourself just don't want anything to backtrack? Like, is it that ego thing where it's like, 
taking the mandarin example mm-hmm. is it that mandarin is like actually super important for me to hold on to and be able to have for the rest of my life or is it that my expectations of myself are just that i should always be moving forward at everything and i don't want anything to backtrack and it's not actually that skill in general i'm just upset that i feel like something has reversed or reverted so like where does that belief come that everything has to always be moving forward that is exhausting <laughs> it's exhausting that's like that is how i guess in a different a different angle almost um the feeling of feeling like you always have to hold on to everything and improve everything mm-hmm. and add new things all the time is exhausting and draining and that's truly like what is gonna burn you out so bad as if you feel like you have to continue adding things and you can't let anything go and don't get me wrong i'm all for going 100 percent on the things that mean a lot to you and things that you value and things that are necessary mm-hmm. and important in your life the other the like ego part of that is holding on to the things that don't serve you and that are not important to you and are unnecessary in your life but you feel like you have to keep them because you just can't let anything go yeah and that's the section that is going to cause you to be burnt out and drained and frustrated and upset and not want to put any energy into the other other aspects so sometimes backtracking isn't like once again, it's not necessarily a bad thing if it comes from, if something that once was valuable and necessary in your life is no longer because you've grown and your life has evolved in a different direction, valid. Backtrack all you want. Mm-hmm. Give, something that I think about that helps me a lot is like, I can give 100% to what I'm doing that's in front of me when I'm doing it, but I can't give 100% to absolutely everything in my life all at the same time don't have the energy for that. So it's physically impossible, I think, to not backtrack at something. Mm -hmm. If you're always giving 100% to what's in front of you, well, not everything is in front of you at all times. So in my mind, the first thing, find the root of why it's frustrating. Is it the skill or is it an ego thing that you just don't want to backtrack at all? Mm -hmm. And then also accept that it's normal and natural and honestly impossible to never not have something backtrack. Like Impossible. Impossible. Because you don't even realize when, when it is like a natural Exactly. Like when it, it doesn't always have to be a conscious decision of, mm-hmm. oh, I'm done putting effort into this. Like most of the time, of course, there are instances where it does take a conscious and intentional decision to stop putting effort into something. But most of the time for things in this backtracking sense are just going to fizzle out or over time, you'll naturally gradually spend less energy, less effort on things because they don't require as much from you. Yeah. And then... It's just going to happen. Yeah. Or the really positive thing is you could just be so focused and passionate about something else. You're giving 100% to that. And then naturally, yeah, of course, other things get kind of shifted to the back for a second. And then you have the choice if you want to bring that back or if maybe it just is not your priority anymore. And that's totally fine, too. So accept that it's normal. It's natural. Like, you're absolutely chilling. Everyone. You're absolutely you're chilling? absolutely chilling. I don't know. Where did that come from? I don't know. But everyone, like, this is, that's just like a universal experience. Everything <laughs> that you think that you're going through, like, is literally a universal experience. Everybody has their things where they're like, damn, I've don't know how I lost that. Or I used to be so good at that. And it's frustrating. And then it's a whole self-comparison thing of, like, you're just comparing yourself to your past self and you're only cherry picking like those specific parts that have gone back instead of looking at all of the ways that you've moved forward. So find the root of it, accept that that's normal and then practice some self-compassion. You know, treat yourself the same way with the same understanding that you would to a friend because you would look at any friend and you would not be like, 
wow, she she can't <laughs> run as fast as she used to be able to. No, you would see like, damn, she is doing all of these great things that she's doing. I don't know. That's okay. So on <laughs> like the run, I, wait, wait, on the of, okay, on the running example. I think that's really interesting because, like I said before, I'm not, I don't like sharing my distances or times because that doesn't affect you. Mm -hmm. That doesn't affect other people. Like, running is a solo, a solo thing. Um, You don't need to know my distances because maybe they're way further and maybe they're way shorter than what you run. So there's no need for you to look at that and compare yourself and there's no need for me to publicize that because Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. It truly doesn't matter. Other people aren't going to know that, oh, maybe you used to run 10, or maybe you used to run eight-minute miles, and now you're, like, at an 8.30. Or maybe you used to run nine-minute miles, and now you're running a 10-minute mile. Like, no one knows that. No one knows that you used to run five days a week, and now you run once every two weeks. No one knows that running used to, like, feel good, and now it feels difficult for you. Like, Mm -hmm. no one knows that. But they will know that, oh, my God, she is a runner. Because it may, if say you ran five days a week and like you did races a year ago, people are going to think of you as a runner. And now you don't do any races. You run like yeah. once a week. It's it's difficult for you. Other things take up your time. No one's going to be like, oh, she's not a runner. She's not a runner anymore. Like she used to be, but she's not anymore. Yeah. No one's going to say that. They already think of you as a runner. Like you are a runner. It just, you're running a lot less. Yeah. Don't worry about it. No one else is looking at that. And thinking about it, if I'm I, just as an example of like treating yourself with the same understanding that you would to a friend, if I was to look at in Catherine, I would I no idea what she's say, about to say right no, now. but I would be like, I would easily say like, wow, like she's built a podcast in the last couple of years. She does so well in school. She's so active. Logged into my school email in okay, a year. You know what I mean? Like I would see all of these positive things and ways that you've grown in the past couple of years. Like, Thanks. like wow, like she's such a good person. She's so thank you. Yeah, like like no. she's she's so fit. She's so smart. She's so oh my God. like motivated. No, but I'm just saying you look at Did a person. Did not sign up for this. You look today. at a person and you see all of the ways that they've grown. Like since you've them but then mm-hmm. you might be looking at yourself being like damn I can't speak Chinese as yeah, yeah, well as I used to be able to like and you're not seeing all of the progression so how about you look at yourself the same way you would look at a friend and like see all of those good things and see all of that growth and offer yourself that compassion because I mean Catherine was like oh I'm not running in the same way I used to I'd be like okay that's fine so then why would you to yourself be like you suck yeah <laughs> I do think it's interesting though um that when I look at other people or you see friends or see people you know you see them from the point you meet them on mm. you know that version of them and everything else that happens to them you like kind of it just culminates and makes one big interpretation and perception of someone you see everything they are whereas with yourself because you've obviously been with yourself in detail yeah. for your whole life you've been through cycles and changes and phases and whatever so when things come into your life, you know that, oh, they're in and they're here. And then when they leave your life, you notice that they've left. Mm-hmm. But other people, they may notice that things come into your life, but they don't notice or care that things have left. Mm-hmm. If things leave your life, they don't tie that to your identity yeah, as much as or at all. But you do. Zoom out and look at the grand scheme of your life. Because if I look, like in Catherine said, somebody else looking at you from the outside, they've known you for however long they've known you. They only know the things that they know about you. You have been with yourself your entire life. You've been through every single 
phase and feeling and intricate detail of your life, zoom out and think about all of the things that have gone in waves of your life. Think about all the things that at one point felt like they were really down and you would never get it back and now all of a sudden you're like thriving with it. Because there are probably so many examples of that. So if you're in like a down or a lull of something right now, who's to say that that isn't also going to go up, especially if you put the effort into it and the focus into it because like you have your whole life to do whatever you want. But if I zoom out and I think of it, there are so many things like mental health, goes so in waves like there are so many times where like you just think it's shit and then all of a sudden it's like not anymore but then it can be again and it like goes in waves like that fitness for example was so strong in the gym for like a year and then I moved to Singapore and then I wasn't as and then I was mentally and ill then I was and then a little <laughs> bit mentally ill and like that's the mental health went down and then my strength went down a little bit and now here I am and I feel like all those things are back up and it goes in everything goes in waves so zoom out of your life take yourself out of this exact moment and look at all the other things that have gone in waves before this and how they have gone back up or how maybe they haven't and they're still chilling down but what is with this chilling sorry I don't know where did it come from I don't know what (laughs) that's wild (laughs) so now one would say we're chilling. We've decided oh, that I, it's not even funny. <laughs> We've decided that because where you're does okay. it come from? It doesn't it's, roll off the tongue like that. Like it, it truly does, you know just what it does for me. Okay. We've decided that you're okay. Backtracking at something is normal. It makes a lot of sense that you're killing it with other areas of life. We know all of those things. We've gotten here. Now, what do we do from here? Instead of dwelling on the problem and not even necessarily the problem that's kind of the wrong word instead of dwelling on the thing that you're frustrated with and prolonging it focus on finding a solution go back to that initial question of do i really care about this and do i want to get this skill back or is this an ego thing and i actually don't care about it and it would be maybe not the best use of my energy to get it back and i'm gonna let it go kind of decide which bucket it goes into and then Think about how to move forward. Forget where you used to be and just start where you are and do it. Because the more that you dwell on it, the more that you prolong it, the more that you're going to continue to just backtrack. And if it's something that's important to you and you want to get it back, then let go of any negative feelings about not being where you used to be. Let go of the self-comparison. Forget where you used to be. Start where you are and do it. Move forward. Just start doing the thing. And like, don't Be afraid to ask for help where you need it or something like that. Like, look for creative ways to move forward. Maybe it's an exciting thing that you get to restart and relearn that thing because it's something you really care about. Maybe you get to do it in a different way that you did before because now you've grown and you have different skills in different areas and you can bring some of these new things together, you know? Like, for me, I do want to keep up with Mandarin, so I'm thinking I'm probably going to download Duolingo and try to do, like... (laughs) five or ten minutes a day just to pick it up and brush up on it and I think that that would be really exciting for me because for the longest time it's been this area of my life where I'm like oh that's frustrating it's not where it used to be but it almost seems intimidating because I'm like if I can't if I can't fully commit if I can't like take a class and get fully fluent again like immediately and do the absolute most if I can't just move to mainland (laughs) China then I'm not gonna get it back to Taiwan and China and like completely immerse myself then like what am I doing and that thought is only making the problem worse and prolonging it because I'm not doing anything about it so what if I got excited about doing 10 minutes of Duolingo a day and feeling like I get to relearn these skills because I know I'm going to do that and be like, oh my God, 
I knew this before, like, I knew this before, that's exciting, I remember this, I get to do that, and then I think it would actually be, like, a super exciting thing, and it would give me a new creative way to do it, but in order to do that, I have to not have the self-comparison, not hold myself to the expectation that I have to immediately be where I used to be, mm-hmm. and I just have to be able to start where I am and get excited about relearning the thing, and, like, I'm, I'm older now, and I'm smarter now, I can probably pick it up faster, and it would probably be That's, more... I think it's the complete opposite you think for I'm not language smarter. learning. Yeah, well, okay, I didn't know. I think it's not that you're not smarter, <laughs> it's that you learn languages easy. That, that's, like, yeah, yeah, not true. Common they knowledge, think, right? Like, I'm not making yeah, it up. Yeah, no, I think when you're younger, you learn languages faster. But it could be for anything. A sport or an activity. Just do it once. Just try it again and, like, have fun with it. That's the most important mm-hmm. part. Drop the expectations that you have to be perfect because you can't be perfect at anything. But truly, if something is important to you, the longer you dwell on it, the worse you make the thing. And then it just becomes even bigger and bigger and more intimidating in your head versus if you just think, this doesn't have to be such a negative, intimidating thing because the reason that I want to have the skill the reason that I want to do it is because it's exciting for me and because I care about it so let it be exciting let it be exciting like hold yourself to no expectations because it is your life and you can do whatever you want with it like at the end of the day YOLO was pretty much the conclusion (gasps) to what is going on (laughs) I heard you second guess yourself before you said it and you still said it YOLO chillin killin it (laughs) I, sometimes I think YOLO is the best way to describe anything because what I'm trying to get across is that you have an entire life. It is your life. You can do what you want. You can recommit to the things that you want to because YOLO. And you get it. <laughs> so at the end of the day, if you realize that you have backtracked on something or you've lost a part of yourself or a hobby or an interest or a skill, one, that's okay. Your life just took a different direction for a moment. No worries. If you don't want to get it back, crazy, awesome, lovely realization that something has... That's awesome. That's such a good realization that you're aware now that something once served your life. You don't need to... You don't need to keep it anymore. Mm -hmm. You don't need to continue to put effort into it, even if it's like just a little bit of effort. You don't have to anymore. And that's, that's a good, strong start to opening up more space for more things. The other option is if you realize that something has backtracked and you don't want it to have backtracked or you want to get back to where it once was or improve it or just get a little bit more back into your life of whatever whatever you've been missing, then one, another great realization, like you got you to gotta be self-aware, you got to realize it at first. And then you can take the steps to put it back into your life. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. In conclusion, backtracking is a normal part of any person's life, any journey. It does not define your worth or your potential, anything like that. It is so normal, it is so natural, and it's not always a bad thing because the two scenarios are either that it has given you space to pursue other things and grow in other ways, and maybe it's something that is just not as important to you or not something that you identify with as much anymore. Or two, your frustration with it has helped you realize that it's a super important thing for you and something that you want to hold on to and then you get to explore it again and build it up again in a new creative exciting way so i think that you can flip it and make it a positive experience either way but in conclusion don't don't dwell on it don't make it feel like it's a problem because it's not Mm -hmm. zoom out on the bigger perspective of your life think of all the amazing things you've done 
think of all the other things that have come and gone in waves and then decide if this is something that you want to prioritize in your life again and if so that's exciting you get to do that you get to do it if not no big deal you don't need to hold on to everything just because you feel like you can never go backwards because you're never going backwards you're always moving forwards you're always moving and I've always said that and she has always said that that. this can so easily be like a negative topic or carry negative energy with it or be kind of a pessimistic Mm -hmm. angle but I did not want to do that with this episode today because I don't think it's a negative thing Mm -hmm. I think it's a positive thing because backtracking like we said either means that you can get back to something and relearn and re-get inspired about something or you realize that you've grown and beyond that thing and that's both are amazing things so I think it's positive and part of the reason why why this episode was on the shorter end is because we didn't dig a hole of just being negative and pessimistic on backtracking because I want you guys to leave feeling more energized and more inspired and more motivated to move forward either with what's currently taking up space in your life or putting things back into your Mm. life that maybe you've missed and also a little more self-compassionate all those things all in one so thank you guys for listening we always appreciate you being here with us if you want to be here with us somewhere other than just spotify or apple or wherever you're listening you can follow at girls with goals pod on instagram and at tiktok and you can also follow both of our personal accounts mine is caroline canine and and Catherine canine and those are all linked below you guys know the drill merch linked below everything you need or want to know about girls with goals podcast is linked below so go click on over and check out some other things but thank you guys for listening we always appreciate you hanging out with us and we will see you next Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.